Hello, how's it going guys and welcome back to the CFC Talk Podcast. I'm the happiest of moods around here after a loss at Goodison Park 1-0, um, courtesy of a penalty. Um, I, I, it hurts me saying this and I think Amart, Amart's going to uh, laugh at me for saying it. I can't even say it was Mendy's mistake. Like I've spent the whole of um, the, the start of the season talking about Kepa and how he should not even come close to the Chelsea goalposts and now Mendy's just done that so yeah that's going to be part of the conversation but tonight we're joined by a guest Candice a Chelsea fan who has recently just started uh doing YouTube videos just like us um call them short podcasts call them um uh, explanatory videos on Chelsea welcome to the podcast Candice hi glad to be here how are you doing Candice great (laughs) can't wait to talk to you guys (laughs) Uh, yeah, um, not the best of times. Not the best of times <laughs> to to talk about Chelsea. But um, your thoughts on the game? <sighs> I have so many different thoughts. I feel because um, so yesterday I didn't watch the first half live. I actually came home in time to see the second half live, and I felt like we didn't play that good. But today I was able to let me spoil the party for you. Sorry for the interruption, but it's fine. let me let me spoil the party for you. You didn't miss much from Chelsea's end. You didn't miss much. <laughs> well, to be fair, I did watch the. I went back today because you know um, here in the. I, I don't know where you guys watch it on, but here in the states we we watch it on Peacock or whatever by NBC. And I went back today and I watched the first half, and I actually thought that we weren't that bad. And this is what I'm going to say. I just don't think that our front three got any space to do anything. I felt like Giroud was totally out of the game. Habits um, and Werner were kind of both out of the game. And so I, I think they just couldn't do anything. And I, I think Reese James, like I, I put this on Twitter today, that if Reese James had scored that free kick that... Uh, that ended up being saved, and then if the post didn't didn't save Pickford, then we would have had at least one goal as well. So I, I personally didn't think it was as bad, at least as people are saying it was. I just think that we really needed our wingers. Sorry, I was I was muted and I was speaking. Um, Thirty one podcasts in, and I still can't get it right. Um, <laughs> Amar, your thoughts, yeah, similar thoughts to Candice, or, or have you got a totally different perspective? Um, yeah, a, a little bit similar, but I think, like you said, I, I don't think we were totally bad yesterday. I think um, Everton did a very, very good job. They took advantage of um, the fact that we didn't have some key players in the in the um, in the team, and they took a, it took full advantage of it. They didn't allow our strikers to enjoy their, their 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 game at all like i think out of the three um attackers that we had on the field i think it was um Werner and harvest that were seeing a lot of the ball drew wasn't seeing the ball at all and yeah but i don't know sometimes i'm um i'm not too worried about um um what's the thing um results like this because i don't i feel like a lot of chelsea fans have just um in their minds that this team is going to win the league and and to be honest i don't think we are at that level yet like i think um what, what lampard said is accurate because he said um we are not as bad as we are we, we were yes last season definitely not as bad as last season but we've improved and we are not as good as we are as um um liverpool or man city can be sometimes but i mean we are we are on a track we are we are on a good trajectory to be one of the best teams in England, and we can't. We will be one day if we win the league this season. Fine, but I think a lot of people got angry at our performance because they want us to be competing. They want us to be competing head to head with um, Tottenham and Liverpool. And these games will come. These games are always going to come. Games like this. And I'm not expecting the Wolves game to be any easier. I'm expecting the Wolves game to even be tough, be tougher than this because we have to bounce back from a defeat. So. Um, which wasn't the results that we wanted, but I think it's it's a wake up call for fans, especially. And I think that the the players know what needs to be done, and the manager also knows what needs to be done. But I think it's a wake up call for fans to know that it's still a we, we are still a work a working team. We are not a complete set yet. We are still working towards um, perfection. Yeah, 
Um, that, that's 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 a great point to to make. Uh, and then you know, it really I, on my thoughts, I would say I I date all the way back to my, my predictions for the start of the season. And I know I said Chelsea would win the league, but yesterday or, or Everton was a reality check. You know, a lot of Chelsea fans, a lot of football fans said Chelsea have a chance of winning the Premier League. And yesterday, it kind of felt like it, you know, it, it was a shock to us, even though at the start of the season, we knew it wasn't going to happen. But because we were on an 18-win streak, um, I think we only lost one game in the Premier League that we were like, oh, we're two points off top of the table. We can win this. But yesterday was really a reality check into, look, this is a tra- this is another transition year. If we get the FA Cup, we get it. But let's not expect a lot more than that. And I think talking about the game, I would say well, we should have we should have won. I think we could have won two times. We hit the post. So many missed chances. Um, Werner, Kai Havertz, not their best uh, their their best performances. Um, and and it almost feels like Goodison Park has become a a place where we we can barely survive. Um, and yesterday we almost we Mendy made a mistake we gave a penalty and then I think there was another one almost um another penalty that was given but because of offside it wasn't so yeah I think there's a lot of work to be done like Amart said um there's there's a lot of improvement needed to to even challenge Liverpool Man City and even Tottenham I would say at this stage the way they played against um this week and then um yeah, so I think there's a long way ahead. And and um, Candice, in, in yesterday's press conference or, or the post-match um, interview, Frank Lampard said, this this bunch of players, they've got a lot of talent, but don't expect anything from us this season in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, do you agree with that? Or do you still see Chelsea as contenders and this is just a hiccup on the road and, and we'll be back on our feet um, against Wolves on Tuesday night? So... Okay, let's before I answer that, let's track back here. I think though we do have to keep in mind that we were missing. I mean, it's unfortunate for us that all three of our natural wingers are out at the same time. I think nobody expected that. I remember a couple of weeks ago I was saying, you know, we should have gotten another winger in the window. And people are like, no, 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 we're good because when I can play um, on the wings, but I do feel like we need, at least in January, we need to get a backup winger. So I, we, I do think that we do have to consider, you know, I know you're saying it's a reality check and it was, but I do think that we do have to consider the fact that if any of our wingers were in the game, if Ziyech and Pulisic, even uh, Ziyech and Cho, if any combination of them um, were in the game, that the results may most likely would have been different, right? So, I mean, it's unfortunate that we had, I think yesterday's game was a combination of the injuries, the great defending by Everton. It's still a wake-up call for us. But, you know, I don't know. I, I think we'll bounce back from it. Um, concerning Lampard's statements, I'm not surprised because he has been saying that he's been very consistent with that message, that he doesn't think that we're on Man City and Liverpool's level. And I've, I always felt that he had a point because, I mean, and he explained it, right? He said that Liverpool and Man City, these guys have been playing together for, what, two, three years? We just created this current starting 11 that we have. So, you know, I think he's been trying to temper expectations. But, you know, us fans, we're excited. Everybody's like, oh, we can win, we can win. Um, and we might win, but I don't know if this is the season that we should be expecting that, yes, we will win. I think we're creating something that hopefully will pay off for us um, at least by next season. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And, and um, this raises another question, and I think you mentioned as well, um, Timo Werner. And, and there's been a lot of debate on whether he plays better as a natural striker or do we play him as a winger. And I know since the Krasnodar game, the the one that we played away, um, there's been this 4-3-3 formation that we've, we've kept with, we've gone with, and Amart, um, we haven't seen a lot of change in that formation. We sometimes do see a bit of variation in, this, in the midfield. But is it time for Lampard to go, to go look at that formation and say, look, we don't. We have three of our wingers missing. We have Hakim Ziyech, Kalamazan Roy, and Christian Pulisic injured. 
let's go with something narrow. Let's maybe try out a cam position, put in uh, Kai Havertz and Mount in there, um, play with two strikers, maybe have Tammy and, and Giroud or Werner and, and uh, Tammy or Giroud. Do you, do you think we should look for look at look at those options? Yeah, I, um, I mean, I don't really remember, but at the, at the beginning of the season, I was, I was, I was um, of the view that probably because when when we got in Werner, I think I said something like um, it, he would benefit a lot from a four four two system because I think that's what they were playing um, in Leipzig last season. But um, I remember um, Frank. Um, having uh, in an interview just after he retired, there was an interview that he did, and he spoke um, about the four four two system, and he said he didn't really like the four four two. So that was before he became a manager, and you can see clearly that when he became a manager, he hasn't really used that format. It means he really he doesn't like it, and yeah, it we might benefit from um, changing to a four four two because now we have limited uh, number of wingers and stuff like that, but. I think at this moment it might be a um, a really harsh change because um, the players have been used to playing a four four three three and it looks like the four three three is the way forward. The four three three has solved a lot of our issues that we had um, last season. It, it's it's made everybody play at their best, and I think that's the solution he's going to go for. We have players. Um, I think um, yesterday, Candice, um um, tweeted out saying that we had um, Andrean on the bench that could come easily and play and on the wings but so he can consider that he can use Andrean and still continue the 4-3-3 I don't think changing the system will be the right thing to do because if he changes and doesn't work you know there will be another backlash on him and on the team for saying that he should stick the 4-3-3 I think the 4-3-3 works so he should just um, find um, a way to use the players that he has now to fit in the system that that does make sense mark but i'm i'm gonna go ahead and and, and i'm gonna disagree with you and i know we don't do that a lot this on this on the channel um i think i think we could use a change in formation i think we could try out a new system um you know with games coming in thick and fast and We've got, I think, Wolves, and then we've got, is it Aston Villa? No, is it West Ham, and then Arsenal, and then Aston Villa, and then Man City, and these are all in the span of. So I'm, t- I'm saying this. These are five games in this in the next two or two and a half weeks. Um, we can't expect Andrew to play all of these, and then secondly, why not try something new? Um, Candice, do you agree with Amar, or would you say we can go for a new system and, and try out something new? I think um so I would probably prefer the 433 to be honest with you and I would want him to use Andrew and I think um I guess just to correct you on the if if I'm correcting you I'm not sure but if I remember well we do only have we have Wolves then West Ham then Arsenal on Boxing Day I guess Man City and stuff comes after the new year but the thing is, I think that, like yesterday, for example, I felt that he had Andrew in, who is a natural wing on the bench. He could have brought him in um, in the second part of the second half and see if, you know, he could have created something. I, I do feel that, you know, habits stayed on a little too long. But anyway, to, to your to your initial question, I am okay with the 4-3-3. I actually like it, and I don't think he has to change it. But I would also be open to him potentially trying something different. Um, but then, you know, like like Ahmad said, if he tries something different and we lose like 4-0 or 5-0, everybody's going to go crazy asking why did he change anything, you know? I think, I think yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you and Amar are wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't go with the 4-3-3. I just feel like let's start a game with a, with a new formation and use Andrew if, if you want to get him on or maybe um, when when you start with Andrew and take him off after 60 minutes try a new formation because it kind of feels like Pulisic Kai, uh, Pulisic have uh, Pulisic Ziek and uh, Callum Hudson Doy these three have almost felt like they've not been part of the squad to be honest with you. Pulisic has played, I think he started one game. 
Um, ZX had a bit more game time. Um, Callum hudson has only played Champions League. So it almost feels like these three have always been out of the squad and, and they're basically kind of, in a way, in academy players. They just pop up um, for a few games and then go away. But yeah, um, these are some strong balls. I feel I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm going to get some backlash from this. But um, Amar, one of the biggest debates when, when the lineups were announced was why isn't, even, why isn't Christian Pulisic on the bench? Um, even though Frank Lampard confirmed that he played, he did train, um, he was feeling fine, he was ready to play, and we didn't even see him on the bench. A lot of people speculated he might not start, a lot of people said they might start, um, but he wasn't even on the bench, and um, what do you make of that? Yeah, um, I mean, I wasn't surprised that he wasn't on the bench, because Frank hinted um, during his press conference, he said... Um, um, Pulisic had a little hamstring problem, but he would be fine before the game. It looks like he, he wasn't fine. So I, to be honest, I wasn't really surprised when I didn't see him. I saw, I saw a lot of comments of people, like people wondering why he wasn't there. But if you listen to the press conference, I think he mentioned that he had a he had an issue. But the thing with Pulisic is that, to be, like, to be honest, I'm getting worried. I'm getting a bit worried. I've, I've been following Pulisic since he was in Dortmund. Like, um, and he's he's injury prone. Like he has um, tendency to go to get injured easily. He's a very good player. We've all seen how great he is. But I'm getting worried a bit because he's one of our best players on the pitch. And what's what um, good will he be if he's not playing regularly? If he's not playing um, um, uh, like the like he's playing the normal minutes because he's 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 now a number 10 he's playing a very crucial role in the team and he he has to he's wearing the number 10 he's not a number 10 but he's wearing the number 10 but i mean he's playing a crucial role in the team and we need him on the on the pitch with players like ziesh we know ziesh is not injury prone we know this thing will pass like when kante was injured last season we knew that kante would um get um get better and he wouldn't have injuries again because we knew he wasn't the, that much of an injury prone player but with Pulisic you never know when how 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 many games we'll get from him how many minutes we'll get from him and it's a bit worrying it's a bit worrying I don't know what what injury um Hudson Odoi has yet I don't know whether it's also a hamstring injury but I think I think I'm going to go with what Jam said recently we are we are we are becoming NHS FC and we are just getting injured left and right it's a bit worrying but i just hope i mean all these things will pass and we'll have our players fully fit and 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 scoring goals again yeah um i mean that's every chelsea fans hope and then um i just i just wish i think candace was it was it a shock that we lost and and a lot of chelsea fans were disappointed because are we are, have we just like are we like pretending like Chelsea can never lose now because 18 games um that's a big deal you know 18 games even if we played you know a lot of Champions League games in between that I think that that includes the Barnsley game so we're talking 18 game streak and then suddenly a loss so does it would you class it as a loss or would you say it's a big learning and now we can go back and and do a, get another streak in 10-15 games um hopefully even more and and still contend for the title well, I mean, I think I think it, it's a it's a loss and a and a and an opportunity to learn at the same time. Um, in terms of having another winning streak, I'm I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I am scared about Wolves on Tuesday, to be honest with you, because I mean, unless we figure out what we're doing on the wings, you know, we're not we we haven't spoke about this yet. But to be fair, Habits and Winner seem to you know having a seem to be having adjustment issues right now on top of the fact that we have three wingers out so I'm 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 a bit concerned um and so I'm not a hundred percent sure that we will go back to our winning streak I think it could be a little bit up and down until our wingers come back um but I do think that you know um Frank just Frank has to figure something out I I think I think this Everton is an opportunity for 
Frank to go back to kind of the drawing board here and say, okay, what am I going to do? I don't have my wingers. Am I going to change the system? Am I going to keep the same system, but bring Andrew in? How are we going to play to compensate for our deficiencies? Yeah, um, th- that is that is a fair point. And um, Mark, what's your opinion on that? Um, <laughs> the... I, don't, I I honestly don't know. I mean, like she said, I'm also very, very worried about the Wolves game. I Because it's going to be more difficult. I watched their game against um, Aston Villa yesterday, and they they are, they are a very good team. Wolves are it's definitely... They had a rough patch in the, the beginning of the season, and they've lost Jimenez um, due to a, a nasty injury. Hopefully, he gets well soon. And, yeah, and... <laughs> It's going to be difficult. I just hope I just hope we can do something about it. I don't want I mean the system changing, I'm not really sure about the system changing. Um, but like changing personnel, I think one of our main issues yesterday was that we didn't have enough creativity in the middle. The the midfielders did very, very well. They did I mean, I think they were the best part of the whole game yesterday. The defenders were also good, but the midfielders they actually ran the show a bit in the second half, but I mean, the creativity wasn't there. Havertz wasn't playing in the midfield. Havertz was playing on the wing, so he wasn't really effective. And he's also recovering from um, COVID. He had a bad case of COVID. He had an interview on um, the the Chelsea channel, and he was saying how bad he had it and all that. He took he took good pictures, so we thought he was okay. But I think he, he really had a bad case of COVID. So he's recovering from it, and I feel like, Against Wolves, I would prefer to see him in the middle. I mean, he he helps a lot when it comes to um, creativity in the middle, and he can find those little pockets of space. Yesterday, it was surprising. Um, Kante was the main source of creativity yesterday, and it wasn't really working out. The Kovacic, we all know Kovacic won't really find those pockets of space. Mount is also a very, very hard worker, but he, he also isn't... He lacks a bit when it comes to creativity. He can find... Um, good passes through when he gets the space, but I mean, Havertz is Havertz is unmatched when it comes to creativity. So I feel like he needs to play in the middle, and then bring Andrewing in and try him out on the wings. I would like to see the same for three three system, and I hope Pulisic is fit before the Wolves game. Yeah, I think I think on this one, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with both of you. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty and and. Now that we've lost to Everton, it almost feels like we've been we've been brought back to earth. Um, because I think it was any game that would come ahead, and, and we would would sit here and, and us three, and we would say, "Oh, that's an easy game. We're winning it. We're winning it. We're winning it." And if you look at all of our predictions, it was win, 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 win. But now, when when you look at the Wolves game, which is ahead of us on on Tuesday, you kind of have to sit back and say, "Oh, wait, are we going to still be able to win or not?" And the, the biggest factor, and when we're talking about Werner, um, we're talking about Kai Havertz, the wingers, and the problems in the attacking forms of Chelsea, but um, the mistake that caused the goal, uh, this this hurts me. Um, I don't want to say anything to Mendy because I've already got a thing with, with uh, Kepa, but um, Candice, that mistake... Uh, it, I mean, it's, it's a rookie mistake, we could say, but again... Is it because we think so highly of Mendy that we don't expect him to do something like this? Well, I guess when you set the uh, the bar really high, you know, everybody thinks that you're flawless, right? <laughs> but he's not. And not only that, I want to say that I don't think the mistake was 100% him. I think um, if, I, if I remember when I watched it, um, that it kind of was more, I would say, like a defensive mistake. Like Thiago Silva seemed to kind of misread the ball a little bit. And I guess Mendy came running out. And then I kind of, depending on what anger you see it, I guess Calvin Lewin put his foot out, which then slowed Mendy down a little bit. And then by the time Mendy kind of slowed down and started running again, then he kind of just hit Calvin Lewin over. I'm trying to picture in my head what I saw. Um I think it was his mistake. I think it was somewhat of so Thiago Silva's mistake as well. I remember Frank actually said in after the match that he wouldn't totally blame Mendy for it. And he also did mention at the same time that, yes, it was part Mendy's fault. But, I mean, given that Mendy has had a good record for us, I think we could 
we could allow him to have a mistake. Yes, we hated losing the game. Yes, we hated the mistake. You could argue that maybe he needs to learn to do better with penalties and stuff like that. But he's been so good for us that I don't think we could sit here and realistically just be like, oh, he's never he's never going to have a mistake. Um, so I think fans who, who kind of have been I've seen some fans kind of starting to get upset and getting on him. I, I don't think that's fair. I think, you know. I think, in my opinion, um, before I let Mark speak, I think I'm going to agree with you. I think I'm going to say, like, this is this is the first mistake Mendy's made. And, and there's been instances where we've said, oh, this is where the clean sheet, this is where Mendy won't be able to keep a clean sheet. And he does it. And, he, and he's he's been so beneficial for us. I mean, it, you look at the Premier League record right now, um, I think we're the team who's conceded the least amount of goals um, at the moment. And then compare it to last season, which is incredible, which is uh, you look at it and it's like, wow, like how do we have someone like Kepa in goal? And how did we just allow that to happen for the rest of the season? Um, it's Mendy's first mistake. And, and, you know, he'll probably learn from that knowing Mendy, he'll, he'll sit there in training and, and learn from it. And, He'll come back stronger. And, and Amart, can we solely blame Mendy for this loss or do we write it off as, oh, this is the first mistake he's done and because we've set the bar so high that we need to lower it down a bit and say, yes, he's also human, he'll make mistakes? Yeah, before I answer your question, <laughs> I want to um, defend Kepa a bit. Last season's issues... Oh, here yes, we Kepa... go. <laughs> last, season's, last season's issues... Def- definitely, Kepa was also a, a, a reason for it, but it wasn't just Kepa. His defense, the defenders in front of him also were, were pretty bad, so he didn't have any option. And then secondly, I think Alex tagged you in that um, um, scorecard um, stat that Mendy has conceded, he has given away how many penalties now? Two penalties. And then um, yeah. Kepa, Kepa in his entire... His, his entire stay at Chelsea has never given away a penalty once. So, one I think point he to Kepa on Twitter on that one. <laughs> yes, yes. So one point to Kepa there. So yeah, and, and on your question, I'll say um, it looks like that, I mean the way the game turned out, we lost by um, one goal to no, and that goal was a penalty. So, like overall, we'll say if somebody didn't watch the game overall, the person or the person watch highlights, the person would be like. Mendy is the is the reason why, but I don't think Mendy is solely the reason why we lost the game. I think yesterday highlights some of his faults. I've noticed it a bit in previous games, but um he often got the best out of it. I, I feel like he he's a sweeper keeper. Like you've seen that a bit. Like he comes out a lot. And I feel like that is sometimes um his downfall a bit because in the last game, the Leeds game. He was he was hesitating. He didn't know whether to come out or stay back. But when um, Bamford beat um, Zuma, he decided to come up and he was beaten and um, Bamford scored. And today, to, um, yesterday too, he did a, a similar mistake. I think he should have trusted his defenders there with that one. That was, I mean, it was a good pass from Pickford to uh, get to Calvert Lewin. But I think he should have stayed back rather and allowed the defenders to do their work. But him coming out, he was always going to make a mistake because Calvert-Lewin is, was very, very smart. He saw Mendy coming and pushed the ball ahead. And Mendy um, clattered him instead of reaching the ball. And that was always a penalty. So, yeah, he, 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 was, he was the reason why we conceded. But I don't think he was the reason why we lost. We could have gotten... The post was also part of the reason why we lost because the post saved them <laughs> a, a bit. It almost felt well. like... When Pickford was in goal for the Everton side, it almost felt like the goal was tiny. Every time we would hit the ball, it would just hit one of the posts and it just bounce off. Yeah, I think it's, it's just one of those days. So. Wood, Woodwork FC is back. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I also think that. <laughs> I mean, I think that had we had reached James. James's uh, shot gone in and had, I think was Mount was the other person who hit the post. I don't know if we'd have been talking about Mendy as much, probably. (laughs) I do think that one, that Mendy, the two problems I'd give Mendy right now, the two faults would be, I think he does have to learn when to stay back and when to go out because 
Honestly, yesterday, if he had stayed back, I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure Calvin Lew Calvert Lewin was getting a good shot on goal, or even if he did, Mendy probably would have saved it. So, you know, I think yeah. that Mendy just has to learn, even in the Leeds game that you were talking about, like, he really did not need to come out. I think that he is a good enough keeper that if he stayed in the goal and kind of probably just let, like, just make up his mind to be ready for the shot, try to figure out where the person, where the player is going to put it and try to save it. In those two situations, he might have saved it. So I think he needs to learn that. And I do think um, that he, they probably need to work on him with penalties. Um, after the Tottenham game where we lost on penalties, was that the FA Cup game, I think, where we lost on penalties? No, I, I don't remember what game it was exactly, but I don't know if you guys remember the game where we played Tottenham yeah. and we lost on penalties. The Carabao Cup. Right, the Carabao, yeah, Cup. The Carabao Cup. Right, yeah. I think that game and this game kind of showed us that he... Um, he might he might struggle with with defending penalties a bit, so I think they need to train him where that is concerned. Concerning the whole Kepa never giving away penalties thing, I don't that I don't know about that. Simply because like <laughs> no 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 no, you could look at the stats right, but let's look at the fact that how many goals went in that should not have gone in with Kepa and goal. Like you know, Kepa was yeah, we were leaking. I agree with that. We were I leaking. We were leaking goals at the back. Like no matter how good our defenders were, we kept saying our defenders were bad. Not necessarily because they were bad, but because we would take three goals. Not necessarily their fault, but because of Kepa. You know, um, I think even Lampard had come out at the tail end of last season, and I think there was some stats saying that we we had. We we allow the least number of shots or almost the least number of shots on goal, but whatever shots uh, the opposing teams had on goal, they pretty much went in. So it, it, yeah. it, it kind of tells you that our defense wasn't that bad. You know, it wasn't as bad as we were saying. It was that we had a keeper who really wasn't saving anything. I think the best way to look at it and, and is, is just compare Christensen and Rudiger from last season to this season. And Mendy made them look like they were world-class defenders, <laughs> you know. And and Rudiger wasn't doing any errors, wasn't making any errors. I think it, this is where Mendy has brought in the confidence in goal where if Rudiger messes up, if Christensen messes up, they know there's a goalkeeper behind them who can save almost every shot. Um and with Kepa, that confidence isn't there either in the defense or, or Kepa isn't able to portray it out there because against Krasnodar again, you know, we we still conceded a goal. Um, so, and even though, yeah, that goal, that goal, even Mendy wouldn't have been able to save it in, in, real, in looking at it realistically. Um, it does mean that, you know, Mendy is so crucial for us that, you know, we have to let this mistake slide in and we have to say, okay, Yes, it did cost us three points, but you know what? He's he's probably saved us more than three points somewhere else. Yeah, that's true. I I, I completely agree with that. And yeah, and with the with the Kepa issue too, I'm saying I think the difference will be with Mendy. He brings the he brings that level of confidence because he actually controls the back line. Like he's the in sometimes in conjunction with Thiago Silva, he controls the back line. You can see him screaming. A lot when we are when when there are set pieces, you can see him screaming a lot whenever um we are on the back foot. But with Kepa, it's it always seemed like probably somebody else was the one controlling the back line, whether Aspi or um Rudiger or sometimes even Christensen. But I think that that is what Mendy brings to the um to the plate, and and I absolutely agree that yeah, even though he had a mistake, he has saved us way more points than um. Um, what he did last, um, um, like um, losing points this, uh, yesterday. So I think, yeah, we, we can let it slide. We can definitely let it slide. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think that covers up the Everton game just before we end this game week. Um, I'd like to mention, and then this will probably make a lot of Chelsea fans happy, Arsenal have lost um, their game. Uh, and oh, wow. I think that's, yeah, they've lost against Burnley, a red card. <laughs> to Granit Xhaka in the 58th minute. And guess who scored the goal for Burnley? I mean, who who, who did it? <laughs> Aubameyang. Aubameyang. 
<laughs> I mean, oh, oh man, Ateta in, Ateta in, Ateta in all the way. Do you guys know at this point? Do you guys know at this point, Arsenal could be in the championship next season, right? <laughs> Uh, I doubt that's gonna happen, but as long as as long as the jokes will keep rolling in, and then if we see a few more losses, then yes, I, I'll, I'll start believing that as well. <laughs> and I, I, I think the longer they keep Ateta, the more is the the more, more is likely to happen. I don't know, my cousin, my co- I was just laughing because my cousin on WhatsApp was just WhatsApping me because he's a big Arsenal fan, and so I was asking him if he'll continue to support once they go down to the champion. <laughs> to the championship you know he was trying to get back at me so he's like what happened with you yesterday i was like well one hiccup but you guys have a have a big issue that needs to be solved um well we mm-hmm. played a team who's sitting seventh and they played a team who's fighting relegation who was in the relegation zone mm-hmm. and yeah they have lost their last five games we have only lost one in 18 so I, i'm not sure where they're coming from but well you know you know arsenal fans they're gonna they're gonna try yeah. to get at you regardless i mean the fact that they said william was better than ziek was uh, just just summed up the whole season and and and, uh, and i want to add this to how lucky are we chelsea especially i think this thing happened to us last season. We lose games, but the teams around us will also lose or draw, and then we'll be safe. How lucky are we? Uh, have we been this week? Because Tottenham drew against Fulham. I never ever expected that. I expected um, you Paris mean to give. Palace, sorry, I think you messed up. Yeah, the game. Yes, no, yes, Liverpool, yes, sorry, Liverpool, and Fulham. Liverpool, Liverpool and Fulham. Yeah, that's what I never expected that because I, I was I was expecting Liverpool to um, take Fulham out easily. But with um, Tottenham and Crystal Palace, I it's a it's a derby, so I was expecting something difficult from it a bit. But how lucky are we? we I mean, apart from Southampton and Leicester, I think all the teams around us, the the so called favorites, everybody dropped points apart from Leicester. Well, as a fan, I feel like you love to see it. I think um, somebody was coming out on Twitter and saying, oh, we shouldn't even be looking at that. We shouldn't be comparing ourselves. And I'm like, hey, this is a competition. You know, if you're going for the end of the race and you see that, you know, you see your opponent slow down for some reason, you're kind of like, hey, this is this is a competition we're fighting. But yeah, I think I think we're extremely lucky this this week. The way things turned out this weekend. So, so lucky. Yeah, um, I was expecting a big gap up there. But yeah, Chelsea at the moment, we sit fifth. But that doesn't mean a lot because we are only three points behind Tottenham or Liverpool. And of course... We play both the teams again. Hopefully, uh, is it after? I think it's after the New Year's. Um, I think we play Liverpool around February. So yeah, we got a chance to get back at them. Title race is still and the, on. I and believe the, it. And the next, the next game, the next game Liverpool play. The next game with Liverpool play Tottenham. So one of them is going down. Oh, yo. Yeah. Oh, but and Leicester, would... Leicester is playing. Leicester is playing Everton. I would say okay. So that's the thing. So I would say. If, if, if I'm looking at next week, I'm saying Chelsea. Che- if Chelsea win, Liverpool, Tottenham draw, and Leicester win, we go back second place. Yes, yes, we do. So it's, it's all no loss. That's, that's why, that's why I, I kind of find it hilarious when people are reactionary and calling for the head of the, the players and the, and the manager. I mean, it's, it's, it's a competition. There are so many games to play. There are so many results that can go in our favor so we just have to relax and support the team yeah and i think i i think that's why lampard was like look we're just focused on consistency right because there's a long the season the season is we haven't gotten to half the season yet right we're about to get there but we haven't and so you know anything can happen in the premier league what the first seven teams are only separated by what six points or something like that i think i saw some stat I didn't watch the. I'm not looking at the table right now, but I think it's between 19 and 24 points. The first six or seven teams. It's very competitive, and I think we'll have yeah. opportunities. I think when we look at ourselves, 
we just need to figure out the winger problem at this point. And, you know, I guess Frank needs to figure out if he's going to bring in a winger in January and who who, who he's going to bring in. I don't know. Do you guys think, I know, I'm sorry, Mohammed. I know I'm not the one asking the question, but I just want to know, do you guys, do you guys think that we it's, need... it's all good. You can you can take the lead if you want. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, do you guys think that we need a winger in January? And if we bring in somebody, who would it? Who would you recommend? I'm going to straight up say no. Um, we don't need anyone. I think we've we've got enough options. I think it's unfortunate that we've got three injured at the same time. Um, it's I the way I look at it is. Look, this is the only season where we're gonna have so many games, and the frequency is is the frequency of games is is much less than usual. Um, I think if we want, what well, you know, let's try and see if we can win these games, win the next few games, and then try and fight this out, get two or at least one of our wingers back. And I think when when we have someone like Werner who can play on the wing, um. And, and other options, and Kai Havertz as well, who can maybe even play on the left-hand side or right-hand side, we can try and, and use him. So, yeah, for me, I don't think we need a win there. Yeah, for, for, for me, I would say um, no and yes, because, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I feel like the we don't have enough, like these injuries especially have shown us that we don't have enough um, um, backup for the wing position so at least one winger on the left to so that Venga will Venga Venga will go back to um, play as the main striker I think that would be that would be good. Uh, is Werner playing um do you guys think Werner is playing better would play better if he's a striker as opposed to being on the wing? I mean in Yeah. Okay. Yeah absolutely <laughs> I mean about eighty percent of his goals came from him playing like as a main striker last season against Leipzig. I think he offers best like he offers more for us when he plays as a main striker. And yeah, I think he's good on the left as well, but I prefer to see him in the central role. Yeah, um I think there's gonna be a lot of debate for that and I think it's gonna be ongoing until we have everyone fit and ready and since uh, and unless Chelsea go back to winning ways. Um, but that can only happen if we win against Wolves on Tuesday night, a very big game for Chelsea. And again, a reminder due to results from this week, that means that if Chelsea win on Tuesday, we could go top of the table again overnight. And then results the next day could mean Chelsea stay on top, stay second, or even drop down to sixth place. Um, again, uh, too early to call anything. Um, let's let's head straight into the lineups. Uh, I think... I know I say this every week. Goalkeeper, it's the toughest position to choose. But this week, <laughs> let's actually think about it. Do we want Mendy or do we want Kepa? Do we want three goals or a mistake? No, 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 no. We we, we want Mendy. Mendy, no doubt, Mendy. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take Pada check before I take Kepa. <laughs> I think he's starting in... Okay, so if you guys are listening to this on Tuesday night... If you're if you're listening to this on Tuesday night, then tune into Chelsea FC because you'll be able to see Czech playing the Chelsea development squad as I read right now. Um, could that could that mean he comes back and he and he starts in a Champions League game? Who knows? Uh, that's a debate for another day. Yeah, but again, Mendy in goal. I'll go with the back four of Reese James, um, Ben Chilwell, Thiago Silva, and Zuma. I think we should go unchanged for that. Um, Candice, you're back four yeah no that's my back four I, I wouldn't change anything Amar yep same <laughs> I think the back <laughs> four and the, yep, the, the, yeah the back, the back four and the goalkeeper so the um, positions are just locked in if they're all fit well yeah and Kante yes and Kante okay so so I think we've got Mendy we've got um, Kurt Zuma, we've got Thiago Silva, Venture Wall, um, Reese James, Angola Conte. Um, I'm guessing it would be Kai Havertz and Mason Mount, the rest two midfielders, Amar? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the thing is, I don't want to see Havertz on the wings again. I think 
a lot of the backlash that came from him was was un, like for him was undeserved because that's not a position that he favors the most. So I prefer to see him as a um, play alongside Mount the number eight position. So yeah, Kante Mount um, Havertz in midfield. Canis, you're gonna agree with that, or have you got a different? I potentially have a different take on this. Um, I'm wondering if, if if we consider the wing situation, right? I'm wondering if instead of, you know, Mount was playing on the wings, I guess, early in the season, he wasn't doing too well either. But I might try Mount on the wings and then put maybe either Coven Gilmore or I'm trying to think here, <laughs> or Havertz and Gilmore. I don't know. I feel like if you're considering the wing situation, right, if you put Mountain Havertz as the attacking eight, who would you put on the wing? Would you start Angerin? And hopefully Pulisic, hopefully Pulisic will be better because I don't think... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I don't know, just because I think after the game, if I remember well, I listened to Frank somewhere saying that I guess Pulisic felt more strain in his hamstring while he was training. Like initially we were told, pre-match we were told that, you know, he felt something in his hamstring, but he's fine, he's training. And then I think after the game, I don't remember if Frank was talking to Chelsea TV or who who exactly he was talking to, but he said that I guess... Pulisic felt even more discomfort and he definitely couldn't start the game. So I think even if Pulisic comes on on um, on Tuesday, he's not going to start. Hmm. Uh, that's an interesting call, I think. Uh, sorry, Mark, you were going to say something? No, I was going to ask if we have any updates on um, um, Callum. Callum is So that's the thing. The two things we can't do, and then I was going to mention this at the end of the episode, but I think this is a fitting time. This podcast was recorded before Frank Lampard's press conference, so we don't have any injury updates at the moment. And this podcast was recorded before the UEFA Champions League draw, so we do not know um, who we got in our draw, but we will hopefully be releasing a a video. I'm not entirely sure um, for that. But you you probably have seen it because this one's probably going to go out Tuesday night. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm not for your uh, to answer your question. I'm I'm not exactly sure on the injury updates, but yeah, hopefully we'll have it tomorrow. I think the last thing we were told was that um, Callum Hudson Odoi and Ch are going to be out for the next couple of weeks. So I don't think we're expecting them in the game at all. Okay. Um, yeah, that's true. And then Pulisic, like I said, I don't think he's based on the last update we got. At least um, we could potentially assume that he's not going to start. So that's kind of why in my in my head I'm trying to think creative creatively how the uh, how we can organize our attacking aids and our wingers. Front three. Who have we got up there? I think I'm going to go with Werner, um, Pulisic, and Olivier Giroud. Um, okay, so I will assume that we don't have Pulisic. So if if we don't have Pulisic, then I would say Werner, uh, Giroud, and I guess Mount. <laughs> I, I feel so sad right now about our winger situation. Uh, that's a, yeah, I mean it's, it's it's a tough call. I think I think I think was it a mark? Did you say that Frank gets paid a million? to select it so we're just doing the predictions or something <laughs> we are just we are just doing our predictions he's the one who gets paid to make the selections <laughs> <laughs> i mean when, when 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 he talked about the front three i don't know why my mind just went to tommy playing as uh on the wings because yesterday he came on on the wings and that was super weird he didn't even get anything done properly so i, I nearly said put tommy on the wings about <laughs> So I think I'll, I'll I'll go with Werner in the middle. I really want to see Werner in the middle, and then that's the, that's the issue. If Werner plays in the middle, then the wings are, you know what? Let's let's go with the same the same thing. I'll go with Zero, um, Werner. Assuming Pulisic is fit, yeah, we'll go with Pulisic. Yeah, great lineup. I think overall, uh, that covers up that game. Not a lot to talk about Wolves, to be honest. Um, you know, they don't have their star striker. 
Um, Jimenez injured, of course, a few weeks back. Um, hope he gets better soon, but they won't be an easy opponent. They won't be an easy opponent at all. Uh, well, sorry, I mean, we, we spoke a little bit about the Wolves game in the... In the um... And the the preview that yeah. I talked about. Sir. No, I think we're gonna they're gonna sit back, and we're gonna need creativity to score. And right now we're lacking creative creativity, so it's gonna be a tough game. And I like you said, Frank is getting paid. He's gonna have to figure out what we're gonna do. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> um, percent. Let's end this episode. And before we do that, kind of your predictions for the game. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> difficult. Um, I'm going to give it to us 1 0. Good prediction. Good prediction. Um, I, I would predict, but we usually do it on a, a few hours before the match as a video format. So we'll leave it for that if that's okay. Um, that's all from us tonight. Thank you, Candice, for joining us. Great, great to have a chat with you. Thank um, you for having me. Not the best of circumstances again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, as usual, Lamar, thank you. Yeah, thank you. And, and and I also want to thank Candice. I worried her a bit in her DMs and she, she agreed to come on. So <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you guys you. for having me. I enjoyed being here. Thank you. And of course, guys, if you're listening to this on YouTube, make sure to leave a like rating, subscribe and comment below what you thought of our performance against Everton and what you predict the score will be like against Wolves or your opinions on the game. Of course, make sure to add the podcast to your playlist if you're listening to it on an audio platform, meaning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Anchor, or any of our other supported platforms. If you want more reviews and if you want to check out more um, articles, podcasts, videos on Chelsea and our views on Chelsea, make sure to check out the website. The link will be in the description below. And as usual... Make sure to join the Discord server if you want to have a chat with any of the hosts during the matches. We are quite active on that, and I would like to thank everybody on the CFC Talk team. Um, we've just hit 300 followers on Instagram. We've almost we're, we're we're 10 followers away on Twitter. So if you're not following, make sure to follow that. And we're about to hit 100 uh, subscribers on YouTube. So a lot of work going behind the scenes. But yeah, guys, big things coming up ahead. Thank you for listening to this podcast and we'll see you next time.